You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Michael C., back with another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And on this podcast, we strive to separate fact from fiction as it pertains to the hot wife, cuckold uh, lifestyles, as well as some of the the interracial BBC lifestyle thrown in just to spice things up. Um, What I have for you today, um, I noticed this woman on Twitter. She had tweeted out something one day that kind of caught my eye, and I'll, I'll go into it in the interview to let you know exactly what that was, but that's what brought her to my attention. Um, She is a hot wife. I believe if I recall, she's out of Canada, but I'll have her confirm that when she comes on. So I just, without any further ado, I want to introduce you to Jade. Why don't you say hello to everyone, Jade? Hello, everybody. (laughs) Well, thank you for, uh, (laughs) thank you for being here and, 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 you know, thank you for allowing me to share your story with my listeners. Um, Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Um, so just to kind of give my listeners a little bit of background, you guys, you and your husband are in a hot wife dynamic, right? Stag vixen type of dynamic. Yeah. With some swinging (laughs) mixed in there. It's not strictly hot wifing. Yeah. Right. Right. And we're going to, trust me, we're going to get to, to, to all of that and just to (laughs) let my listeners know, and I know it's not good form to ask a lady this question, but I, I do have to ask on behalf of my listeners, uh, how old are you? Yeah, no, it's all good. I'm 36. Okay. And how long have you been married? Uh, I've been married for 11 years, and I've been with my husband for 21 years. I met him when I was 15. Oh, wow. I love, I love hearing yeah. these stories. I love hearing these stories. Yeah. So I guess I think I remember seeing you post something ab- about this on Twitter. Uh, prior to this lifestyle, your husband was the only person you had been with in that way, yes. like physically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was my first, um, pretty much anything other than the kiss. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to kind of start. When do you remember him bringing up the idea? Like from the very first time you said you guys started off with, with swinging. So how, what do you remember yeah. about how that first came up? Well, the interesting thing is that, um, he had talked for years about the idea of me having sex with another man. Like it was a huge turn on a huge fantasy for his, of his for years. And it remained a fantasy for years. And then uh, just over a year ago, we were with some friends and these are friends that we had gone on vacations with before we're close with we um see them a lot we'd stayed in hotel rooms together all kinds of different things and we had been in this situation before where we're sharing a hotel room and they're having sex in one bed my husband and I are having sex in another bed so we had gotten comfortable with that idea And, um, then it kind of progressed from there where the woman and I would kind of play around a little bit while the guys watched. And then, um, about a year ago, it progressed even further where, um, I ended up, (laughs) 
I always joke that it's I ended up accidentally having a threesome with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were at a party one night and uh, my husband decided to go home early to relieve the babysitter. And I said, I can come with you. And he said, no, 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 you stay, have a good time. And so I stayed and um, I ended up going home with them. And um, my husband and the other husband had always had kind of this um Un, unspoken to us as the wives to pact that if, if they ever had the opportunity, <laughs> they should go for it in terms of um, getting to spend some time with the other wife. And so um, he was okay with it. He said, go for it. And um, it was a very spontaneous situation. And then from there, um, we started to fool around more, um, went, uh, lots of soft swapping in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually full swapping. And then from there, um, my husband said, you know what, I, this really turns me on. I want to see you have sex with other men. And so we dove into the hot wife lifestyle from there. Okay. Uh, so you said something that I kind of want to go back to. You said that this had been a yeah. fantasy of, of his for years, even long before you actually pulled the trigger on anything. And one of the things that I'm always curious to hear from a woman's perspective is, you know, in the society we're taught that, you know, that the the, the mere thought of a man's woman being with another man drives him crazy with jealousy. And the way that, it's excused is I get jealous because I care. And so the yeah. flip side to that is <laughs> women, there are women out there who start to believe that, Oh, so if you get jealous because you care, if you don't get jealous, then that means that you don't care. So I'm yeah. just curious when he started letting you know that this was a fantasy of his, did you have any of those thoughts that it, that it kind of, mess with your mind as far as, well, wait a minute, I thought you loved me. I thought I was your one and only. How can you say that, like, how can both of those exist? How can you say you love me, but yet you have these desires of seeing me in in the arms of another man? Like, how did you reconcile those feelings? You know what? It's interesting because, um, to be completely honest, those types of feelings never came up with me, especially when we were talking about it in terms of fantasy. And I think probably part of that is because, I've never really believed in the idea of soulmates. I've never really believed in the idea of monogamy in um, its current state. I have throughout, to be completely honest, throughout our entire relationship, um, my husband and I, when we were just dating, I had several sexual experiences with women while we were um, dating. And so I think that uh, from my perspective, because I came from this place where I didn't really believe in the whole soulmate, I'm your one and only kind of thing that it never really crossed my mind that if he was okay with me having sex with other men, that meant he didn't love me. I I actually kind of see it as the opposite, that he wants to ensure that I have an amazing sex life, that I get pleasure from other places. And he understands that, um, I love him and I'm loving our relationship and our life. And I can also get sexual fulfillment elsewhere. And, and I actually feel like, um, that's built a stronger bond between us than having me come up with insecure feelings of, Oh my goodness, if he's letting me do this, it must mean that he doesn't really love me or he doesn't really want to be with me. 
Okay. And you said that your first foray into all of this happened about a year ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. How would you classify your physical relationship, like your sex life and your intimacy with your husband prior to opening up that door into non-monogamy? We've always had um, a very good sex life, I would say. I mean, obviously there have been times in life with stress and kids and everything like that, that things Mm -hmm. maybe weren't so great. But for the most part, overall, we've always had a fantastic sex life. We've always been uh, sexual people. When, (laughs) when we were dating, he was, he turned 18 and I was still 17. He went to a porn store and bought me my first vibrator and we have explored. We've always been interested in, um, different kinks and, uh, just being a bit more free in expression, expressing our sexuality. But I definitely think that the lifestyle has absolutely heightened that. Okay. Now, you say that uh, you guys kind of came in uh, through the through the swinging door. Yeah. And w- one thing I've learned about uh, the couples in this lifestyle, especially in the wife sharing side of things, is that w- one of the reasons why the uh, the wife sharing side appeals to them more than swinging is sometimes the wives aren't exactly thrilled. Let's just say they're not exactly thrilled by the idea of of their husband being with another woman. So I'm curious, did you ever have any of those feelings when you saw your husband or when you knew your husband was playing with another woman? Or were you not only fine with it from the beginning, but turned on by it? Yeah, I um, obviously I feel like most everybody, if not everybody, has some moments of jealousy or insecurity or anything like that. But yeah. I, from the beginning, it was exciting. I actually distinctly remember there was one time where the four of us, the couple um, and my husband and I were all in the same bed and I was kissing my husband and holding his cock while she was giving him a blowjob. And I just turned to my husband and I said, this is so fucking hot. And it was just this really amazing experience. And yeah, for the most part, it's been that I've been feeling good. And it's also a lot of times been a turn on being able to play with him with another woman or watch him play with another woman, especially because I know, (laughs) I know how it feels being with him. He is, he is talented and he's, uh, he's got, uh, uh, some good skills. So (laughs) I like watching him give other women pleasure because, I like him getting that satisfaction, that fulfillment out of it too. Now, whenever he does play with another woman, are you always present? Uh, Not necessarily. We have done um, same room. We've done separate room. Um, I'm not always there. No. Have you ever done, have there ever been situations where he was playing and you were not? Say, for example, if he went out on a date and you were home or if you were in the room and he went to someone else's room, have there, or have you always been engaged while he was playing? Yeah, to this point, I've always been engaged, but I have been encouraging him for the last couple months to start 
looking. And um, he started that process um, a couple weeks ago and um, he started to connect with a few women. So I think that that's eminent. It's probably going to happen within the next few weeks here where he'll get to go and have some fun and I'll be the one sitting at home with Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you said that uh, the, the, the hot wifing has come more recently yeah. Has he shared with you um, why he enjoys that more than the, the couple swap aspect of it? I think from my understanding with um, conversations with him, I think one of the things that really turns him on, uh, one of the reasons, I think if you had asked me a year ago, would I be posting naked or near naked photos of myself on Twitter and Reddit? I would have said, no way. But he encouraged me. He encouraged me to explore that side of myself and share myself a little bit more. And um, the feedback has been overwhelmingly positive, which has been incredible. And I've realized that I think one of the big kinks in this for him is this idea that he gets to show me off, but I'm still his, that he gets to um, say, go out there, have some great experiences, have some great sex, enjoy yourself. But I know that you're coming home to me, you're mine. And so it's kind of the, the, the hot girl on the arm of the guy in the, the party kind of situation where he gets to uh, see guys' reactions. He gets to see me, um, as he likes to describe it, his favorite porn star mm-hmm. <laughs> on pictures and videos with other guys. And so, yeah, I think that's, that's part of the kink for him for sure. Okay, very nice, very nice. Um, another question that I'm fond of, of, of asking the wives is, uh, is, is how the lifestyle, how being in a lifestyle has, has affected their confidence. And I've had this conversation with you before and that I know you told me that you felt that increase to your confidence. And I'm just curious, did it start with swinging or did you notice more of an increase when you started dipping your feet into the stag vixen hot wife side of things yeah i think it definitely um the seeds were planted during swinging because uh, being with the same person since i was a teenager of course i got some male attention here and there throughout the years at bars and stuff like that but i never really got a barometer of like how attractive am I, am I in terms of both the physical side of things and the personality side of things and getting to hear from another guy that not only does he think that I'm sexy, but he likes hanging out with me and all that kind of stuff was, was really a good confidence boost. And then as soon as I started the more hot wife journey, hearing more and more of those compliments. And the interesting thing is in all honesty, like being told that I'm sexy and have a great body and all these different things is amazing. And of course I welcome those comments. It feels so great. But at the same time, the compliments that I've enjoyed the most have been when the guys have said, not only are you sexy, but I love your sense of humor. I love your wit. I love your kindness. I love your attitude. And so getting to hear these kinds of things has absolutely skyrocketed my confidence and that's trickled into all kinds of areas of my life which has been wonderful okay i definitely want to uh, dig a a little deeper into that 
because that's one of the, one of the aspects of all of this that I enjoy the most is seeing how the lifestyle uh, affects a woman's confidence. And as I alluded to earlier, the thing that caught my eye about you was you had you had posted something, and anyone who looks at your your Twitter profile will see that you're you're in phenomenal shape. And Thank we had started. You. I had reached out to you, and you had told me that you're actually a a, a, a trainer, a personal trainer. Yeah, yeah. And so you had said something about how this lifestyle has affected your confidence. And the thought that I had yeah. was, here's a woman who is a physical trainer, a personal trainer, and you're in phenomenal shape. You know, you have a body that, you know, from the outside looking in, uh, people would say that other people would be envious of, but yet you struggled with your confidence. You know, like it's yeah. one of those situations where, like I said, from the outside looking in, people would be like, oh, well, I'm, I'm sure she's a confident woman, but yet you you weren't. And then you get into this yeah. lifestyle and, you know, because of the way people respond to you, because of the way that people talk to you, it, you know, it sends your confidence to the roof. And I just, I just found that very interesting um, yeah. because it's, it, it runs counter to what people would believe when they see a woman who's, who's, <laughs> who, you know, who's in, in, in great shape. So you mentioned that that confidence has kind of trickled into other aspects of your life. Would you mind sharing with my listeners, you know, how that is, like what other ways it's affected you? Absolutely. And I think to be fully honest, like, um, as I reached my thirties, I started to gain a lot more confidence and, and I think everybody is really their own worst critic and I'm a perfectionist by nature. And, um, so I think in my teens and early twenties, I beat myself up over the tiniest little flaw and I started to get more confident and then just the swinging and hot wife room just, yeah, exploded that. But in terms of trickling into other areas of my life, absolutely. Um, even just feeling more confident taking risks in uh, my business, in the personal training side of things. Also, just exploring my sexuality a little bit more. Like I've always been very vocal in bed about what I like and what I don't like and exploring all different things. But I think having even more confidence mm. in um, getting to to explore things that are pleasurable to me and also more confidence in the bedroom on the flip side, giving pleasure, like being more confident in my abilities to give pleasure as well has been huge. Um, and then even other lifestyle areas. I mean, when you're feeling more confident, you're, I'm a better mother. I'm a better wife in a non-sexual way. Uh, things don't bother me as uh, like tiny things, especially being a bit more in the public eye. I mean, I'm not like famous by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm online now and putting yourself out there takes guts because you can be potentially criticized and little comments here and there don't bother me as much as they used to. So it's definitely um, been interesting in that perspective. That's incredible. Like I said, I, I never get, I never get tired of hearing that. And I try to, <laughs> you know, to highlight it as much as I'm, as much as I can, because it's, 
it's one of those things, it's one of those tangible things that you actually get to see, you know, as a benefit yeah. to, uh, you know, to being in, in this, in this lifestyle. So you said that you yeah. guys got started, you know, uh, you know, within the past year. So how did the transition from, uh, from swinging with other couples to hot wife and go, like, how did that first time come about for you guys? Uh, well, interestingly enough, we actually, um, decided we thought about using an app, but we decided to use, um, Reddit has a subreddit hot wife requests. And we decided one night we said, okay, we had a glass of wine, took some pictures of me and posted them online saying, here's where we live and, uh, anybody interested. And, um, we got a bunch of responses and kind of filtered through them. I started chatting with a few of the guys, um, found a guy that had some experience as a third. And, um, and so we, uh, explored that option a little bit more. And after, uh, about, I think it was about a month and a half of me chatting with, (laughs) I made him wait a month and a half because I was, or maybe it was even almost two months because it was this, this big, huge thing. Right. So I wanted to make sure I was a hundred percent comfortable being alone in a room with him because, um, initially we thought that my husband might be there, but then it turned out that, um, just with scheduling and everything like that, it was tricky. And so he said, you know what, set up a date, you go yourself and, uh, and that'll be good. And so I wanted to make sure I was comfortable. I also wanted to make sure that um, the boundaries were clear and everything like that. And so after a month and a half or two of chatting with him, building that connection, uh, we had sex and it was amazing. <laughs> no, that's great. Now, was it was this an overnight thing or did you go back home to your husband after the plan? I went, soon? yeah, I went back home to my husband after after the session. Yeah. And when you were heading back to your husband, did the thought ever cross your mind of like, I hope he responds well to this or, you know, I hope he's not second guessing it or were you a hundred percent confident that this was what he wanted and you were excited? Like what were your feelings like after that first time going back to your husband? Yeah, I think there was definitely, um, some feelings, I wouldn't say necessarily guilt, but I think there was definitely some feelings of, oh no, (laughs) what have I done? Kind of um, feelings, nothing too intense though, because we had talked so much about things before. We'd done a bunch of research, podcast books, blog posts. Um, We've talked the whole situation until we were blue in the face. I had been texting him and I um, sent him some pictures and videos during the session as well. Mm -hmm. So I think that helped ease my worries because I knew he was very turned on. He was excited to see all the stuff and he, I was checking in with him, making sure that he was good. And, um, we basically, um, as I said to him in the very beginning, he has veto power at any moment, um, to pull the plug at any time that he's not comfortable. He's never used it, but I want to put that in place so that he knows that, um, if he is ever, not feeling good about the situation that he can call me, he can text me, he can tell me to stop talking to someone, whatever the case may be. And I feel like having that in place has made me feel secure in the fact that 
if he was uncomfortable, he would tell me. Okay. That's a, a, a beautiful thing. So it, it, obviously one of the things that you hear couples talk about over and over and over, and I believe it, it is what, it is one of the pillars within this lifestyle is, is communication. Yes. So the, the question I would like to ask you is how has being involved in this lifestyle affected, improved, what have you, your communication between you and your husband? It's been phenomenal. We've always been reasonably good communicators. Um, we don't really bicker or fight a lot because we typically talk it out before it gets to that lid flipping point where we're just angry and there's no return. But the communication has been amazing. And um, I actually have a background in psychology. I love psychology and fascinated by it. So I've always been a voracious reader of all things psychology, self-helpy kind of stuff. And my husband has started to read those kinds of books too, especially as it relates to things like uh, ethical non-monogamy. And him using that kind of language is such a turn on for me (laughs) (laughs) because it's like, oh my goodness, like you, you love our relationship enough to dive into this stuff and get really clear on your own feelings and become a better communicator and all this stuff. So it's been phenomenal. And, um, I, I feel really, really grateful in the fact that this it's funny because I think that people looking from the outside in might have this idea of what are you doing? You're ruining your marriage. You're basically cheating on your husband, all these different kinds of things. But from my perspective, our relationship has never been stronger and our communication has never been stronger. And it's been the best thing for our relationship. One of the things I'm always curious about um, is how the two of you interact with each other when you're in vanilla settings. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I've noticed about couples in this lifestyle is they're, they're very affectionate with each other. Um, The husbands are usually very attentive um, to their wives. And when you see them in social settings, especially when they're around other couples who are not, in the lifestyle, if you pay close enough attention, you can see differences in just how they, how they sit with each other, how they interact with each other. And I'm just curious, um, have you noticed anything when you guys are around your friends and you, and you see other couples and it's like, wow, you know, they're, they're, they're nothing like us, not even from a lifestyle sense, but just the way that they interact with each other. Like, do you notice that you and your husband are different when you're around your vanilla friends or in vanilla settings? I think so. I think to a certain extent, we're very connected. My husband isn't an overtly physically affectionate person. Um, he's not like a, especially like public displays of affection. <laughs> it's not when, like, when I think about our relationship, the first thing that comes to mind is that we're best friends and our sex life is amazing. It's almost like he's the ultimate friend with benefits <laughs> that I get to be married to my best friend that also rocks my world in the bedroom. And so in terms of like the physical um, uh, connection side of things, like I wouldn't say um, he's overtly um, touchy feely kind of around our friends, but I think from like a mindset standpoint, the connection that we have 
is way stronger. And I, I'm sure that comes across, uh, when we're hanging out with our friends and, and doing vanilla things for sure. Now you mentioned earlier that, um, now I guess to kind of piggyback on that, do you have any friends that know that you guys are in a lifestyle? Just the one, the ones that we've slept with. Okay. <laughs> Just the one. No one else knows. Um, we're starting to build some more connections, people that we've met um, that are more local to us in the lifestyle, uh, but not not close, super close friends, other than the ones that we started swinging with. Do you have any friends who you wish you could tell, like friends that you almost say to yourself, "Wow, they they would be like this would be such a benefit to them if they could." get out of their own way? Like, do you find yourself wishing that you could share it with more people? To be honest, no, I, I am not, I'm not ashamed or it's not that I want to hide it from people, but I also perceive it in the way that I think that this, the space that a lot of our friends are in, they just wouldn't understand. We would get a lot of questions and are you crazy? And what are you thinking? And why are you doing this? And it could lead to some really good discussions. And I, I do believe that non-monogamy can absolutely work for everybody if that's what they choose. But I think you have to be um, in the right headspace and take some, sometimes some pretty significant steps to get comfortable in that position. And I think that a lot of our vanilla friends, um, I don't think that they would fully understand the situation and may even judge us for it. So I'm happy with getting to share the experience with the close circle of friends that I have. It's actually interesting because that's something that I really enjoy about um, staying in contact with some of the guys that I've been with or the guys that I've been with, because I get to talk about this kind of stuff with them. I get to talk about my business side of this stuff with them, like the the social media and everything like that. And, and it's, gives me a bit of a release because I don't get to talk about that stuff with all of my friends. It's like a secret part of my world. So I guess in a sense, I would love to be able to tell them that secret, but on the flip side, I don't know if they would be able to handle it or <laughs> if they would react in the way that I would hope. And I might lose them as a friend and I, I'm not willing to risk that. <laughs> no, I, 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 I totally understand that. Um, so in the time that you've been exploring as, as a hot wife, uh, how many experiences have you had so far? I've been at, so we, I've been with the guy in the swinging couple and then I've slept with two other guys and I'm currently talking to one other guy who is likely going to fly here in the near future. Okay. Fantastic. You're, you're, you're definitely hitting the ground running. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, I ultimately ended up deleting the post, the hot wife request posts because I got an overwhelming response and it just, it just became a bit too much. And so, um, that's one of the reasons why it took me a while because I was kind of sifting through. So it was almost, um, for lack of a better word, like sifting through resumes Mm -hmm. and figuring out, okay, what is the best fit? And because I took my time, I developed some really strong connections and, which made for 
even better experiences because to be completely honest, both my husband and I are the same where I like to say that in order to sleep with you, I have to want to have a beer with you. I want to be able to hang out with you. I want to be able to be your friend. I need to have that emotional connection in order to sleep with you. It can't just be sex, one night stand kind of stranger situation for me. And so getting to really connect with the guys was really important to me. Oh no, that's, that, that, that's one of the, you know, that's a beautiful aspect of this lifestyle is that it, women are empowered to, to seek what they want, you know, like there are women who are on that side where they want the connection. And, you know, then you have women on the other side who, you know, they don't necessarily want the emotional exactly of it. And I just think that it's a beautiful thing that, you know, both paths are viable, you know, Absolutely. And it's all about I agree. what works, you know, it's all about what works best for, you know, for you, your husband, and ultimately the, you know, the, the, the other person involved. Absolutely. And I think that's been one of the wonderful things about this lifestyle is it's helped me get really clear on what I want from a sexual standpoint, a relationship standpoint, a life standpoint. I'm getting a lot more clarity around everything because I'm being forced to get that clarity in order to have positive experiences. So you mentioned um, earlier, you kind of alluded to it, um, and I noticed from looking at your profile that you have an OnlyFans. I do. I'm always curious. <laughs> like that's a that's a pretty big step, you know, to go from, yep. you know, your husband being your first to being in this lifestyle to, you know, pretty much giving the world <laughs> that view into your sex life. Um, yeah. What were those dominoes that led to you doing that? And what is it that you get out of, you know, letting the world see that side of you? Yeah. Well, to be completely blunt, um, I had already been posting pictures of myself on Reddit and Twitter for months. And, um, my husband said it first. And then one of the guys I had sex with said it second, they said, basically, guys are going to be jerking off to you anyways, you might as well get paid for it. <laughs> so that kind of, that kind of put the bug in my ear of hmm, maybe, maybe I could explore this avenue. And uh, to be completely honest too, I am an exhibitionist by nature. The thought of having sex in public or being watched while having sex is a big kink for me. So um, the performance side of things is a definite turn on. For me, um, I'm a big flirt. I'm a big tease. All these things just kind of lend themselves. And um, I, I felt like it was one of those things where I, as we talked about earlier, I gained all this confidence. And being in this lifestyle really drives home this whole you only live once kind of mentality. Enjoy it. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to be 36, 30, whatever, forever. Why don't I start documenting my experiences, documenting my sexual desires and kinks and start sharing them? And my my initial thought was I'm going to set it up and see what happens after a month. If after a month I'm not enjoying it, I don't have many subscribers, et cetera, et cetera, then I'll... Um, stop doing it, but I've been doing it for just over a month now. Um, I get new subscribers every day. 
I am getting amazing feedback on my content. I am enjoying the experience. I'm enjoying the creative side of choosing what's going to be in the photo galleries and the videos. And I mean, like it's, it's as I've joked before with uh, my husband and, and a couple of guys that I've slept with. It's I basically am getting paid to pleasure myself or be pleasured. Like, how can I <laughs> not want to do that? So it's it's been really, really fun. And um, who knows where it's going to go and how long I'm going to do it and all these other kinds of things. But for now, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Awesome. Awesome. Um, the community, one of the things that I've noticed in the time that, you know, I've been on Twitter since I launched my podcast was watching this community kind of come up, um, yeah. you know, and appreciating the part that I've played in it and seeing how it, yeah. you know, benefits people. And that now you have you know all of these couples that know each other and communicate and the wives know and support each other and everything like that. And so I'm just curious, um, have you taken any steps to actually make yourself a part of the community and if so, how yeah. has that how has that affected you? How has has the community uh, treated you, embraced you, accepted you, what have you? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, on both sides, I've connected um, with uh, I, it's, which has been so nice. I've connected with a couple. Interestingly enough, for the most part, it's been guys that have been part of swinging couples that I've connected with over Reddit or Twitter, and we've been messaging. And and um, I joke that that one of the guys that I chat with every once in a while is uh, my husband's Reddit BFF. They they're a swinging couple as well, and so they kind of get to chat about things and and talk about the ups and downs and and really support each other through it. And I chat with him every once in a while. There's a couple locally to us that I've been chatting with the guy a little bit and it's not been chatting in the sense of uh, preparing for a hookup maybe at some point that would happen but more from like the emotional side of things like getting and giving support and everything like that and and I've, I've definitely connected with some women too there's a woman who is also an OnlyFans creator um that I uh we kind of connected over Twitter and have been sending messages back and forth and which has been nice kind of the the women supporting women mentality which I love and um and so, yeah, it's been it's been interesting. I find it very interesting to me because um, I I am finding that I enjoy having the more, as I said, I have the psychology background, so the more psychologically based conversations with people on a regular basis, while also having like some flirting here and there, right? It's a kind of an interesting dynamic. So, and then eventually, my husband and I are going to probably check out some of the local clubs here and make some more connections from there because the hope is ideally we would have a close circle of basically fuck buddies that we get to <laughs> hang out with and talk about the lifestyle and enjoy having pleasurable experiences with. <laughs> no, that's, that, that's a, the, the beautiful uh, part of this is the social aspect of it. I mean, yes, the sex is a exactly. lot of fun. It's fun to participate in. It's fun to talk about. Uh, but the social aspect of it all is also gratifying, you know, when you start to discover that you have these, you know, these wonderful and fascinating friendships with people. Exactly. And it's nice because you don't have to hide 
who you are. No. You know, you can still talk yeah. about the same regular vanilla, mundane, you know, work, families, whatever. But you also get to, you know, you know, infuse your your lifestyle fun with it, even if you're not playing with them, even just to be able to talk about it and talk openly about it and exactly. know that they're not going to be you know, judging you for it. And like when someone says, how did you spend your weekend? You can be honest <laughs> and tell them how you spent your weekend, you know, yeah, exactly. as, a, as opposed exactly. to coming up with like an ideal cover story. Um, yes. I'm curious, what was one of the misconceptions you had about this lifestyle that as you've become a part of it has become kind of dispelled like oh I thought it was going to be like this but in fact now that I'm doing it it's actually the opposite I think um probably one of the misconceptions that I had going in is in order for it to work it had to be just sex like I I recognized moving through the like um first few months of it that I wouldn't be able to have that kind of like one night stand one and done sex. I wanted to create that, that emotional connection. And I think when my husband and I originally were dirty talking each other about the fantasy of it during our sex capades, when we weren't in the lifestyle yet, um, it was coming from this place of like, I would go to a bar and pick up a stranger and he'd fuck me in the bathroom and then I'd go home and, that would be that. And now coming into the lifestyle, I realized that the connection leads to way better sex, or at least I think it does because I mean, of course I haven't had sex with a guy that I haven't had that connection with yet. So who knows, maybe I can still have hot sex with a guy that I don't haven't developed that connection. But I think that, you know how you can just tell Mm -hmm. within moments of meeting someone, there's that energy that like spark and you just want to be around them more. And so it doesn't have to be like this insanely deep connection, but I'm recognizing that there has to be that spark in order for the sex to be as enjoyable as possible. You know, that's, 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 that's great to hear. Um, Now on the flip side, what is one aspect, if there is even anything, but what is one aspect of the lifestyle that you find yourself saying I could do without that. (laughs) I don't know. I like nothing crazy comes to mind. I think the biggest thing um, that, or the most blatant thing that comes to mind when I think about that isn't, isn't really something big or huge, but something that I see is that like for my husband and I, we aren't a swinging couple. We aren't a hot wife couple. We're kind of like this like mismatch. We don't really fit into a box. And so one thing that I would love for every single couple in the lifestyle, I know most couples in the lifestyle are very open and, and welcoming and everything like that. But I also um, have seen some moments of judgment of mm-hmm. people in the lifestyle, judging other people in the lifestyle for thinking or acting in a certain way. And I equate it to just life in general. Like not everybody loves bananas. Like some people want strawberries and that's okay. It doesn't make them bad or wrong for wanting them. And so if there was, there was something that I could change, I think that would be it. It would be that everybody is allowed to completely authentically be themselves without fear of judgment for their actions. Yeah. And that, that, 
you know, I couldn't agree with you more. That's one thing that's always kind of perplexed me whenever I encounter it yeah. is people who are in the lifestyle who judge other people who are in the lifestyle because they're doing it yeah. maybe differently uh, than, than the way that they do it. Exactly. Where do yeah. you see yourself a year from now, five years from now? Like, like, do you see from what you've experienced, do you say to yourself, I want this to always be a part of what we're doing? Like, do you see it as becoming like an integral part to your marriage with your husband? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that it is so beneficial to us individually and as a couple that I, it's kind of like my husband has said that before we even started on this journey, we had a lot of really frank conversations. And one of the things that he brought up is that he said, I feel like this might be a little bit of a Pandora's box situation. Once we open this (laughs) box, maybe we won't be able to close it. Or if we do close it, there might be some feelings of resentment or missing out or anything like that. So we both got really honest and clear of, okay, are we ready for this? Do we actually want this? Is this something we actually want to explore more long-term? And the answer was hell yes. <laughs> and so I think absolutely. I think that this, we still have so much more to explore and like so many more experiences to have, and it's just going to grow and evolve. And we've even already stopped, started talking about the whole potential of maybe at some point he'll have a girlfriend and I'll have a boyfriend. And like, we were joking the other night that maybe we'll send our kids off to grandparents for the weekend and he'll go for a weekend, get away with his girlfriend and I'll go for a weekend, get away with my boyfriend. So it's one of those situations where like, I am, I'm very much, I like a plan, but I also like to go with the flow mm-hmm. and be flexible within that plan. So the plan right now is, yes, we're both in agreement that sleeping with other people is amazing and we want to keep doing it. And we're flexible in terms of how that looks like long-term. You know, that's that's beautiful to hear. I mean, it's, it, there's nothing like when you hear a couple talking and you get the impression that they are definitely on the same page. Yeah. You know, where, yeah. where no one's kind of, you know, swimming against the current. And it, it, it takes couples different amounts of time to get to that point. But it, it definitely sounds like that's where you guys are, that you're kind of in that sweet spot. And um, yeah, it's a it's it's a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing to hear. Um, before I, I let you get out of here. I have a lot of women that that listen to this podcast and. Yeah. You know, some of them are still in the beginning stages, you know, their husband has, you know, just brought up the idea to them and they're wondering, is this for me? Can I do this? Will this, you know, will this ruin our marriage? Is he going to see me differently? If you could take this moment and kind of speak directly to those women who are listening, what would you, what would you say to them? I would probably say that one of the best things that can come out of this situation is that you will love your husband more. Your sex life will be amazing. You'll feel more confident and your life will just, you'll just be happy. (laughs) (laughs) So many people go through life and it's just routine and monogamy and 
this kind of vanilla existence, but I truly, it sounds really campy and like motivational cat poster situation, but I truly believe in the whole idea. You only live once. And I think that exploring your sexuality and giving yourself permission to explore this side of yourself in a way that feels comfortable for you is amazing. And I think the misnomer is that you, if you do this, you dive in headfirst. It doesn't have to be that way. We didn't dive in headfirst. We started by having sex um, in the same room as the other couple, like separately. And then it evolved into me fooling around with her. And then it evolved into the soft swap threesome and then involved into soft swap swinging and then it evolved into full swap swinging. So it doesn't have to be this you go onto Tinder, pick a guy and fuck him tomorrow and dive headfirst into all the other guys. You can go as slow or as fast in this lifestyle as you want. You can meet guys as often as you want or women as often as you want. Um, it's really you writing your own play-by-play and just making sure that you're checking in with yourself what am I actually comfortable with and being completely honest with yourself? I think that that is one of the biggest things, because if you're telling yourself, I'm totally fine with my husband going in and having sex with that other woman, or I'm totally fine with my husband texting other women, or I'm totally fine texting this other man when that's not the case, then there's going to be conflict, internal conflict, external conflict. And so dive in as much or as little as you want with a clear understanding of what it is exactly that you want and how you're feeling about that. No, that's, 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 that's wonderful advice. And, and, and thank you for, for sharing that. Um, thank you. <laughs> another thing I'd like to, to, to pick your brain about, because I know that there are, you know, I, I, I try to keep these conversations just on, th- you know, things that you feel and what you experience and, you know, like you alluded to, like the mental aspect of things. Yeah. But one thing that I know people are curious about, when you first started, that first experience that you had, how did it feel coming home to your husband knowing that you had just been with another man and then being with your husband? Like, just like the mental part of him being somewhere where someone else just was an hour ago, you know, like yeah. what did that, what was that moment like for you? What was that experience like for you? Oh, that was such a like primal connected, hot, sexy, like the whole idea of having that kind of like, taking your woman back <laughs> type of, of sexual connection that you can have after having an experience is amazing. And so from, from a mental standpoint, I think that you can't get more connected to someone than them literally being like inside you or having a sexual experience with you. And so being able to come home to my husband and have that connection with him and, it's interesting because in the middle of us having sex, I blurted out, I love you. And I just kind of stopped for a minute and thought to myself, I don't think I've ever said I love you in the middle of sex. 
we've always had more of this like kind of primal sexual relationship, less of like a romantic and more of like a, I'm going to fuck you mm-hmm. kind of sexual relationship. And so having that moment was really powerful and just made me feel insanely connected to him. No, oh, that's, that's beautiful. That's uh, beautiful and hot. <laughs> beautiful yes. and, and very hot. Yeah. Uh, now, as I said um, earlier, I'm going to give you an opportunity. Uh, you are on Twitter. Um, so would you mind yeah. sharing with my listeners which are, how they can find you on Twitter? Yeah, absolutely. It's Hey Hot Wife Jade. And uh, yep, got lots of lots of pictures up there for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just want to make sure that I spell it for them so that they are able to find it. So that is, of course, the at symbol. And it's Hey, H-E-Y. H-O-T-W-I-F-E-J-A-D-E. That is Hey Hot Wife Jade, and you can find her on Twitter. And Jade, I want to thank you very much for you know allowing me to be nosy and and and, and sharing your story <laughs> with with all my listeners. And you know, I'm sure they will be as delighted to you know to hear from you as I was. And um. Like I said, thank you. Thank you for letting me be nosy and, and, and for sharing your story. And, and hopefully one of these days we can get your husband on here because <laughs> I would love yeah, to kind of, you know, uh, you know, talk to him and hear his perspective on, on this, on this journey of yours. Um, absolutely. Anything you'd like to say before I let you get out of here? Just thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Like you alluded to, we don't get to talk about this with many people in our lives. So it's always nice to find a friend in the lifestyle and get to talk about it. So thank you. No, the, the, the pleasure has been all mine. And um, on behalf uh, of my listeners, I want to say thank you. Thank you to all my Patreon supporters. Um, as you guys know, I wouldn't be able to do what I do um, if it were not for you. So thank you. Um, if you are not yet a Patreon supporter, as I always say, hopefully this will be the episode that will make you say, you know what, we like what that Michael C. guy is doing, and, you know, we, we want to support him. We want to see him, you know, continue to move the lifestyle forward in a positive direction and portray it the way that he is, and, you know, we want to show him some support. So thank you to everyone who's listened, who is listening, who will listen. Uh, thank you again to Jade for sharing your story. I am your host, Michael C., This has been another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast, and I'll see you when I see you. Peace.